0: Hello, hello! Welcome to episode thirty-three of Mixtape and Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is Joel Grove. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the thirty-third case of Mixtape and Identity. My guest this week is Joel Grove. Uh, I've been aware of Joel for, for quite a while now actually, he produces Guardian Football Weekly which is um, has been a mainstay of my podcast listening routine for a long long time and more recently I've got into Dream Factory which is the, the podcast that he hosts it's very very funny and he's an absolute gem and yeah the, the chat in this episode was great uh, it was an absolute pleasure to have him on and the playlist was an awful lot of fun and uh, we had some really nice weather when i was listening to this and there's some great like summertime kind of vibe songs on this and uh, some stuff i hadn't heard before um so yeah overall it was a it was it was a great time <laughs> it's great chat so i'm sure you're going to enjoy this one if you're new to the show here if this is your first time listening just let you know we do release the playlists ahead of the podcast so if you want to use it as a reference point or if you want to listen to it first it is available on spotify we release those on a monday we release the podcast on a thursday so um, if you want the links you can find it on on instagram at mixtaping identity and that's the best place to go Um, you can find the information in the link tree in the description of the podcast as well or you can just go to spotify and search for mixtaping identity all one word find the profile and listen to the songs there I'll be back at the end of the episode, but for now, we'll get into episode 33 of Mixed Sleeping Identity with Joel Groove. Right, so so how, how often do you actually
1: listen to music at the moment, Joel? Um, at the moment, I have a... It's probably, this is probably going to sound quite anal, but... Um, so I work as a podcast and radio producer, um, mm-hmm. and I divide my week... So, generally speaking, I listen to podcasts Monday to Thursday, and then Friday okay. to Sunday is music time. Uh, so, okay. typically, for the commute in on a Friday, Friday night, and then across the weekend, I'm listening to music. Monday to mm-hmm. Thursday, I listen to podcasts. Okay. I, I think it is must be a, a think it be a mood right, thing. I think it must be a mood thing. Right, I think, you know, I, I react... Yeah. I think I react quite emotionally to music, and... Uh-huh. Uh, just not in the same way to you know, podcast. So um, yeah, I, that's that's generally how I split my week up. So I listen. I would. I, I listen to music quite a bit. I'm really rubbish at discovering new music. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will listen to. I'm and like, I'm a, just a slave to Spotify, which I hate to admit, but uh, yeah, they're they're quite good at curating the playlists, and you know the the time capsule. Um there's generally speaking a really good like hip-hop indie and chill music mix on the front of my app yeah yeah and i click those and i play those and i enjoy those (laughs) because (laughs) the machine knows me better than i do it knows what i want to listen to if you just gave me you know i used to be a huge cd collector now Mm -hmm. if you put in front of me a thousand cds i would never choose it's like netflix isn't it i you you would never choose you'd never you can never choose what you want to but yeah, uh, but if I if I signed into Netflix and it said here's your here here's, well, I guess it does do that. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, the recommendations on Spotify are really, scarily good. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I I dread to think of the time that Netflix gets as good as that as as Spotify because they have introduced that feature now. I've seen. Um, I don't, I don't know if it comes up all the time, but there is a feature when you go to sign in that says like. It's basically something like pick for me. Yeah. And you just click a button, it'll just start playing something. Um and I think when Netflix gets to the point where it can predict my mood as well as Spotify, I think that's game over it, yeah, for me. In trouble. Like, I'll just, you won't know your own mood, yeah. you'll
1: never know your own mood ever again. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna be one of those like um one of those fat people in Wally <laughs>
1: in the future. That's gonna be me. <laughs> Your fridge just serving you exactly the meal that you you didn't even know that you yeah. needed to go and watch a TV yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But then if you enjoy it, is that a uh, I, Who knows? Exactly. Do we need autonomy or do we yeah. just want good TV?
0: This <laughs> <laughs> is taking a press a depressing turn early. Yeah. Um. So so that's one of the one of my questions. Typically, is around sort of playlists or um
1: albums. I mean, do you ever go with albums or is it always um, just uh, yeah? If if a band around. that I really love release an album, I will oh. carve out half a day to listen to it a couple of times. So recently right. um Everything Everything have released some really good music or Foles, who I've been a fan of for, you know, forever. When they when they release mm-hmm. when I see those as quite big tempo events for me, so I right. will go and listen to that album start to finish. Or if Kanye or someone you know, like a big deal, I will go and listen to it. Um Okay. Or albums that I've listened to forever as well. I'm quite right. I will listen to those start to finish. But I would not yeah, I wouldn't take a punt on an album like I used to. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like I used to spend yeah. my, when I was w- at school working part-time in uh, in Curry's, um, mm-hmm. uh, I used to spend my pay packet on, I would go to HMV and buy nine CDs, you know, three for whatever they were. And it would just be at right. random, across genres, classic albums, new albums, a- anything I would get my hands on and, and listen to that album start yeah. to finish. But I I can't see myself doing that anymore. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just because the algorithms are yeah. so good.
0: Maybe, maybe.
1: Yeah, I I used to. Um, it's not dissimilar, but I used
0: to uh, just when you said like invest in the time in it. Back in the days of LimeWire, mm-hmm. um, and Pirate Bay, I used to if I liked a song from an artist, I would download their entire discography, and I would listen to as much of it as I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I mean can be a good thing, can also be a really bad thing. Like, um, I really loved Iris, but the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend listening to their entire back catalogue, if I'm honest. Wow, um, I don't think there are many people out there that have done that. You might be the. <laughs> they have the a f- lot. Of, like honestly, see when I used to scroll through iTunes, yeah. like I used to dread getting to G because it was like, just, <laughs> 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 just. Are they one of those constant. bands
1: Like who? Are, who was it? Who am I thinking of? Is it Plain White T? Who? Ha- oh, hey yeah. there, Delilah. Didn't they? I think that was on, yeah, on, on yeah, maybe yeah. their seventh seventh album or something. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Similar kind of story. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah,
0: I don't think that song would quite hook me to go, to and go and listen, listen to, to the entire album. No, 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 it, that'd be a madman's <laughs> endeavor to do that. <laughs> um, so, what was
1: the first music that you bought or that you owned? Um, so, the very first song that I bought is on my list. Okay. Um, do we do it? Do you want it now? Do you want it then? Oh, uh, well, we'll 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 see if that. Okay, cool. Is, is that? But is I it, think say... I think the second single I ever bought is uh, was this is how you remind me by Nickelback um, okay I think I, I I don't think I really had like a discernible music taste or uh, or any real interest in music until later in my teens and I think mm-hmm. I was very much just listen what was on the radio what was popular and I'd right. buy those CD singles if I liked them and so mm-hmm. shout out Nickelback for being a very early early band in my life and I think I bought maybe Coldplay's second album might have been the first album that I bought again just buying pure yeah. mainstream popular stuff yeah how do you, how do you feel about Nickelback now eh? how do I feel about I don't think I feel any way about Nickelback to be totally honest I, I, <laughs> that's a fair answer I don't think I've said the word Nickelback in 10 years <laughs> let alone thought about them um, I don't know yeah. they, they stayed the test of time they had mm. they had that, that song this is how you remind me they did the song from Spider-Man yeah um, I don't really feel any sort of way is, is he still married to Avril Lavigne <laughs> the guy I, I hope they're I, very happy yeah. yeah that's how I feel about I Nickelback I hope that he made his millions and that he lives in a lovely big house with Avril Lavigne
0: <laughs> uh, I, I think I've talked about this in an earlier episode but it's um, the, everyone hates Nickelback that's like a, yeah. it's like a yeah. cool thing to hate Nickelback but they sell out arenas oh I'm sure yeah, 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 imagine like crowds and crowds of people like do they all go to Nickelback with like their head down you know, like, like hooded up in oh, the queue shy just Nickelback. in case anyone you sees know that people
1: talk about shy Tories that would never yeah. never admit to voting yeah. for them right. maybe shy Nickelback fans are, are among us and we never know yeah yeah, that could be it yeah absolutely one day the um, battery War- will die War- on their airpods while they're on a train <laughs> and Nickelback will just blare from their phones and you'll never see them ever again yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so what is what's the best live performance you've seen then
1: Yeah, this is this is a really tough one. I think I have to go with um, Prince. Now, I wouldn't say it was like he was. It was amazing because it was Prince. I went there. Used to be a a festival in Kent around the time when a lot of festivals would last a year or two and then fold, and the reason for it is obvious. Right, the first year this Hop Farm Festival, the two headliners were Neil Young and Bob Dylan, and then the second year the headliners were the Eagles, Morrissey, Mm -hmm. and Prince. And they that the wow. people that ran that festival went bankrupt about three months after the second year because they they were just throwing money at acts. I think on the day that yeah. Morrissey played, the lineup was something like Patti Smith, Iggy and the Stooges, Lou Reed, and then Morrissey. Just wow. in some field in Kent, it was just absolutely ridiculous. It was completely unsustainable. Um, but yeah. Prince on Sunday was he was added to the bill quite late. They added a third day very late, I think, just because they could get him. Um, he was three hours late, but then he did do a three hour set and just did the hits you know like Lou Reed the day mm-hmm. before had been very Lou Reed and hadn't done you know what, what you come to see right your big Lou Reed yeah, yeah. um Prince did all your big princes did a lot and that was just great you know because not many people I think especially in the UK didn't play the UK that much um mm-hmm. so that was I think just to tick that one off uh but then yeah. when I think about really transformatively great gigs I saw the rapper Open Mike Eagle In the Jazz Cafe in Camden He was amazing Really small okay. room Again I already mentioned them But Foles They played a roller disco In Margate A few years ago That was maybe 100 capacity And that was incredible oh, wow So like, I, I uh, wow. That, Gigs like that I would really I look back on Probably more fondly But I yeah. I had to at some point On this podcast Mention the fact That I've seen Prince So I'm glad that we had the we Yeah had absolutely. It <laughs> absolutely Get it in there uh, Yeah So yeah <laughs> That would be it
0: Okay perfect Fools are a band that I adored seeing live. Yeah, because like I do, I do like Fools. Um, I've not really, I'm not really massively into their earlier stuff. I think it's sort of the later albums that are like Inhaler was the first song of theirs that I listened to, and I was like,
1: Uh, Yeah, nice, wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's actually on my list. Um, oh cool. But uh, seeing them live is a completely different experience because they have a lot, a much like bigger dirtier sound yeah, live and it sounds incredible they are the, sensational the live. they're incredible. the band that I've seen the
1: most live they are right. they are sensational live and I think because yeah. I've seen them from maybe 2007 to a few months ago I've seen them live quite yeah. a few times uh, and Yanis has become like the most confident incredible front man from I remember when we first yeah. saw that I, I think I very first saw them support Block Party and he barely looked up from the floor for the entirety of the season right. And now he's just like this powerful. He's an ama- like amazing guy. i It's really, just so yeah, impressive. Yeah. Completely owns the stage, and yeah. yeah, they've got so many just huge songs that work really well live. They're re- they are really yeah. good. Really good live. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not afraid of their back catalogue, which I do like. I appreciate you're not into the older stuff, but um, yeah, it's it's not that I don't like. I, and I quite like I quite like going to see bands. Um,
0: that's one of the things I like about live music, is that they will pick out songs in the back catalogue and you get to just enjoy them for what yeah. they are. It's not like they're playing, like, an old album start to finish yeah. and I'm not yeah, really yeah. connecting with that sound. And the other thing I like about Fools... I don't have to talk about Fools all, all night, but the other thing I like about Fools is that um, some of the songs that they were playing from the back catalogue when I saw them, they had, like, a sort of new Fools sound yeah. Yeah, 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 approach definitely. to them as well, which I really appreciated.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think so they yeah, do the best the, encore. Just, I think they do the best encore in music. The way when they do two steps twice and they loop and loop and loop and loop that build up that's that's my favorite yeah. ending to a gig. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. That's class. Excellent. Already. Um, okay, so
0: before we get into the list, mm-hmm. then, so I think you've mentioned it a couple of times. So I think it's it's fair to to talk about it. So um, you said that this is one of the most difficult things you've had to do putting this list it was together.
1: Really, really, really tough. I so ultimately I did it. Because I agonized over ages. Yeah. You know, texting my friends, pics, trying to remember, you know, things like, remember shows that we'd been to or times that me and my friends had bonded over an album. or. And I was just going round and round yeah. and round. And then in the end, I did it in like a five minute fugue state where I just went okay, through the yeah. questions and answered um, yeah. instinctively. Uh, right. And I think I said, I said to you just before we started recording that if I did it again today, I'm sure it'd be 15 different songs. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really, really agonized over it. Um, right. Okay. it's interesting isn't it you know you want to pick very honest answers you don't want to lean into picking answers that you think are cool or yeah so I've just mm-hmm. I just went just went for it five yeah. minutes start to finish yeah. sent it off and then t- tried not to look at it until again until today because I knew that every time I looked at it I would just <laughs> review 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 and be furious yeah. with myself um, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah I
0: mean my, my own list has had like many many drafts yeah um and uh, a friend of mine messaged me today, actually, because I was talking to him about um, an upcoming guest and, and their list. And he's like, "Oh, by the way, I've I've redone my list." <laughs> like he's he's it he was on the show episode four. And, wow. Um, well, that's that's like, pretty good.
1: Cause, I mean, it means you can get yeah. people on again. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah
0: re- remixing identity. We've already got it, we've we've got it sorted, but. <laughs> um yeah, he's he's got a completely new list now because he he said he looked at at his list and he was like, I don't recognize this person. <laughs> wow! And he took it really, really yeah, seriously. Yeah, wow! <laughs> so he's like completely revised his. Um, so yeah, it it can be a bit of an ordeal. I, I can see why, because so, you know you have to pick one song for each category.
1: So what I'm saying, listener, is don't judge me as we go through because I no one can judge <laughs> me as harshly as I will. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, I uh, song one then mm-hmm.
0: is a song that you fell in love with straight away. So you've gone through "Millionaire" by Kellis and Andre Three
1: Thousand. Uh, yeah, I think this is a, a perfect song. Mm. I think it's a perfect song. I think it's. I think I I actually couldn't tell you the circumstance in which I first heard it. I just know that I've always loved it. And right. again, to mention our Swedish overlords, this is in my Spotify Wrapped every single year and has been for as long as. Spotify raps has been a thing, and I actually I right. lent on those raps lists a little bit for this, for these mm-hmm. fifteen, mm-hmm. um, because I, I, it kind of makes sense, right? That if they are in there every year, they're probably quite yeah, important yeah. songs to you, um, yeah. And yeah, I just think this is a perfect pop song. I just think it's brilliant. I I, I think it's flawless. Right. Every I think every element of it is flawless.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I don't know if I don't know if you heard me mention this on other episodes before, but like. My bubble mm-hmm. of, of music has been very, very limited for a long, long mm. time. Um, and the Spotify wrapped list is exactly the reason why, because I didn't use the the daily yes, mixes yeah, yeah. or like the Discover or anything like that. What I used was my top 100 songs from 2017, yeah. and then continue to use that <laughs> yeah, year yeah, in, yeah. year out. So it just became a more distilled version yes. of like the same.
1: Seven bands, the same hundred Googoo um, Do- Dolls tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just a hundred Googoo songs. songs. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> picking fifteen Googoo Doll songs for my list was, was a struggle, but we got there. Um, so yeah, like a lot of these songs are gonna be are gonna be new to me. Um, this is a song I hadn't heard before, oh, wow. and yeah, I would agree. Like I, I think this is an, a genre that I haven't got an awful lot of knowledgeable mm-hmm. I don't really listen to an awful lot of hip-hop Um I haven't done and it's
1: uh, yeah as you say it's brilliant it's um it whips along her vocal is amazing yeah. I think the yeah. the beat is incredible and Andre mm-hmm. 3000 is just the greatest rapper and so yeah. any guest verse from Andre 3000 immediately elevates yeah. your song I think um yeah it's just got such a lovely upbeat tempo this is a, a song that I d- will always feel good Listening to mm-hmm. it's just yeah, yeah, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: And it's like there's definitely a bit of humor to yeah. under 3000 yeah, as well yeah. and that elevates it and yeah, it's clever and fun and boppy and yeah, I think I, I talk about the kind of talk about this quite a bit, but like songs you can apply to any number of different moods. You mm. could put this on at a party yeah. in the car, you could use it to chill out, you could use it to
1: have a little dance. It's yeah. Oh, perfect. it would go down very well at a, a summer barbecue listener, so oh, stick yeah. it on the yeah. stick it on your playlist immediately.
0: Big time, big time. Absolutely. Alright. Song two then is a song that took you a while. So you've gone for On Site mm-hmm. by Kanye West, but I know you mentioned that this is this this represents Kanye as a whole, right?
1: Well, the, the whole of the album, yeah. So I um really, really adored Kanye West from day one college dropout okay. you know the um, pink polo and the backpack version of Kanye West and thought right. thought that was a masterpiece thought late registration was a masterpiece liked graduation quite a bit really loved 808s and Heartbreaks which was a little bit of a divisive album and then um, and then he made Yeezus next am I going mad have I got my albums the wrong way around I think Yeezus is his fifth album and I remember buying Yeezus on CD which must have been one of the last CDs I ever bought um, right, and this is um it. Might be track one. It's very early on in the album. Uh, I remember hearing it for the first time and thinking, "This is just horrible noise." Right, I, I really didn't like it. I thought it was like a total. Right. um uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of, like, uh, just, he moved completely away from what I thought his sound was and what I thought I loved mm. about him. And the first time I heard the album, I honestly thought he'd lost his mind which sub- which subsequently <laughs> he did do um, I, yeah. I thought he'd completely lost him mind. and I thought it was dreadful and now I absolutely love right. it I think it's a masterpiece and I think ev- I basically think every- you know, almost everything he's done is brilliant um, but yeah and I, I almost a little bit embarrassed to admit how much I disliked that album when it first came out it just did not right. okay. it didn't really work for me on any level um, mm. and and now you know Total Convert I think it's one of his best works so yeah okay was there was there a turning
0: point for that, or did you just keep listening to it, or how did you come around to? It? Um, I kept listening. I kept
1: listening to it. I think. I, I think no. I, because I was such a huge fan for so many years. Yeah. I think I must have thought I. I must have known I was wrong. I think I must have known that I was wrong about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. And ultimately, yeah, I, I was wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think that was that. That would have been it. It would just been through exposing, listening to it over and over again. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: It's good 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 you have that self-awareness at least cuz I know I've gone through plenty of periods before where I've been like there's been a, a band release a new album and I'm like this isn't what I w- Yeah. It's it's basically it's it feels like a little bit looking back it feels like a very sort of spoilt brat kind of approach to music where it's like this isn't what I wanted. I wanted your last album but maybe a few different songs and a different
1: tweak. Yeah, I know I know. Um and you've given me a com- a completely different sound. Yeah, 100%. Uh, he must you know, if he wants to reinvent his sound, that's kind of his right, right? Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck to him. Um, it's a, no, I had to check because so it's his sixth album. Of course, it's his sixth album okay. after My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which is his masterpiece. There we go. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't leave having got confused over that. <laughs> it's late on a Friday night. People listening to this, forgive me. It's all good. Yeah. it's all good. Um,
0: yeah. I, again, so I think I had. Of course, I heard "Black Skinhead" yep. from from this album, um, which well, I I mean I'm not a, a Kanye West fan, but I love that song mm-hmm. from the first time I heard it. Um, I really really like this song actually. The first time I listened to it on this list, oh nice! Um, and I don't know I don't know if it's just from from doing the show for like thirty episodes that I have like a much more open mind than I did right. when I started the process when it comes to listening to music. But I think also it's because. I think I appreciate what he was doing with it because I'd heard that kind of sound used before, and I, it actually reminded me of—I um, don't know if you've ever seen Muse perform live. I haven't. No, I can. They I can hear that in of, the. F- I can hear that in the music. You use yeah. 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 It, the sort of intro they—they they yeah. use a lot of that sort of that. It's almost like a droning kind of sound, and they use that to 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 build tension yeah. and you know get the crowd going and stuff like that and there's a lot of that sound that they use live and that's sort of what it put me in mind of so I was kind of on board mm. from that and then I think the song itself is is great so I think for me that's probably the first nice. thing you need to overcome is like if that, if that sound is particularly jarring then that's the kind of thing that you need to break through yeah. to appreciate the rest of the song. We um, um, mentioned him
1: earlier on but there's a really, I think Lou, Lou Reed did a review of this album which is a really good read as well because Obviously, he quite uh-huh. likes messing with aggressive sounds or uncomfortable sounds, and he really, right, okay. really appreciated this album.
0: Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Excellent. All right. Um. So, song three then is a song from Introduction to Music. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is the one you've alluded to. I'm sure the the the, the first ones. This is still.
1: Uh, it's not actually. Dr. So l- t- so it's the, not? Te- okay. the tension okay. builds even further. Like a muse drone. Oh my god. A live <laughs> show. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, Still Dre by Dr. Dre, yeah. um, and it's very hip hop heavy so far. Very hip hop heavy start. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe it's just the, the mood I was in for those intense five minutes of putting this list together. Um, <laughs> I am um, so the my, the background to this is I, I've got quite a young dad. So my dad was just twenty when he had me, which meant okay. so he was born late late seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nineteen seven. Hang on, am I going mad? He was born 1970, sorry. So he was a teenager, okay. late 80s, early 90s. So yeah. he um, was a big hip-hop fan and introduced me to Beastie Boys and NWA and Public okay. Enemy. And that was kind of the music that he introduced me to. And I've got a very, very vivid memory of... I think he took me up to his office in London. or we went, He went to work in London. Uh, mm-hmm. And we went to St. James Park, which must have been near where his office was at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And he... was showing off his mini disc player so he was and and still is just a complete chump for the latest gadget and so he went all in on mini disc players at one point he bought I don't know if you remember these no one really remembered these an iRiver which was going to be it was going to be the rival to the iPod and he convinced well he convinced himself he didn't convince anyone else that the iRiver was going to win out in the I don't uh, I think if you look at apple share price they they probably have edged it over whoever the hell made the eye river um so so he was really big on mini disc, and mm-hmm. he was showing me this disc player and he passed me the headphones and played a song and the song was still dre by dr dre and i i just thought it was i must have been i don't know when discs were out i must have been 11 12 i thought it was the most amazing mm-hmm. thing i've ever heard you know I, I didn't really know anything about dr dre i didn't really know anything about snoop dogg i also i didn't know what sampling was so that Piano right, it was the okay. first time I'd ever heard that piano, and I thought that just sounded incredible. And I think that was mm. listening to that is where I developed a love for hip hop. I think, and I can intensely remember everything about hearing hearing that song for the first time. Wow. So, I, that's okay. uh, as an introduction to music, I really, really, really remember that and really treasure that as a memory. You know, like that was a, a cool way to, yeah, to be introduced to um, hip hop.
0: Excellent, excellent. Yeah, and like, is this still a song that you would still. Yeah, come on! Is this this is one of the songs, greats, right? Yeah. This is an
1: absolutely amazing, yeah. amazing track. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. It's, it's, again, this isn't. Like, it's so this is a song. Obviously, I'm aware of, but yeah. I haven't really listened to properly much. Um, it's incredible listening to the lyrical content of this song because it feels very, very like, almost quite bitter from Dre's perspective of like people saying it fell off, yeah, and you know I'm, I'm i'm still here still on top of my yeah. game basically like don't forget about me kind of thing and this is now a completely iconic transcendent song yeah yeah yeah. it's quite incredible listening to someone being like no i'm still i'm still the boss yeah right yeah here. and then yeah. that song be like the pinnacle you would you would know this song from the first
1: two seconds wouldn't you I think people, yeah, you know, most people will recognise this on first two seconds and also when you yeah. mention the lyrical content to think about it I listened to it a- again today mm-hmm. and they go pretty heavy on the language early doors my dad must have not yep. worried about that <laughs> at all I don't really yeah. I mean obviously it's not language I've ever heard him use um, yeah sure. but he just it was obviously pretty cool about me hearing that there we go yeah. and education there you are yeah absolutely um, I've not I've
0: not come across an eye river before, but my a friend of mine in school he had the he had that same approach, but it was the. Did you ever see the Zune?
1: Oh, I didn't. Z z u n a i seem to remember. Yeah. I seem to remember Zune.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a an MP3 player, um, which, like, it was it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. It had better storage. Like, I can see why he was into it, but everyone's like
1: nah you're talking shit mate yeah.
0: iPods are better so the um, the iRiver
1: yeah. the screen of it looked like a desktop computer and it had folders and drop downs it was crap it was so crap I think it was more expensive than <laughs> an iPod as well just a rubbish bit of technology really clunky really clunky to transition from using that lovely spin wheel of an iPod mm. to you know buttons and a folder drop down menu uh, the worst right. yeah
0: yeah I see song 4 is a song that makes you happy so you've gone for Denahi by Serengeti uh,
1: yeah this is my go to first day that the sun is shining every year song um, It is again it's a hip hop track by the rapper Serengeti mm-hmm. and it, he's just talking about how much he loves Chicago and the barbecue that he's yeah. about to have it's absolutely yeah. brilliant it's kind yeah. of the antithesis to what a lot of people probably think of hip hop and rap um, Yeah, there's a bit where he just repeats the word onions <laughs> Uh, which is brilliant, and he lists yep. all of the Chicago sports teams that he loves. He lists the actors from Chicago that he loves, uh, yeah, and a specific restaurant and how they cook their chops. It's brilliant. I, I yep. think it's such a fantastic song. It's like a yep. day in the life of this guy, and how just like a love letter to Chicago. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's um, I've forgotten the name of him now, but it's a character that he's playing, performing the song, isn't it?
1: I'm. You, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Is it? Oh, okay. It could okay. be. It could be. It could well be. For sure, it's uh, Kenny.
0: Cool. Okay. Is his name? Um, so yeah, it's it's his uh, alter ego. I, there Kenny. you go. I did not uh, know that.
1: I wonder how far f- yeah. far removed it is from his his ego. Um, <laughs> uh yeah. I just love yeah. this song. It just makes me feel. It just puts me in a good place. Yeah it is brilliant again not one i'd heard
0: before but i so again this this same friend i, I have more than one friend but this <laughs> friend I uh, i was talking to him about um the podcast we, we we stream on twitch and we were chatting the other day and he said you've done like 30 episodes yeah. now like what's the best song you've had Great on question. a list and one of the options was there's a uh A cover of "Bulls on Parade" by Denzel Curry. Yeah, yes, there is, Um, and
1: that's amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that that's that was like that's probably number one. I think this might be two. (gasps) Come on, I'll take number two. two. I'll take number two. It's it's top three. That's for sure. That's very exciting. Uh, It's it's brilliant. It's I I I love that I love that he's in characters. There's like Mm. it's it's obviously tongue in cheek. Yeah, but it feels. It, it doesn't feel like he's making fun of anything. 100%. Just, it feels like, completely genuine. It's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Um, um yeah. yeah. It's just so fun. So fun and funny. And the beat is great. And it feels. I, I get I get why it would be like your first song yeah. for, for yeah. summer. Like, this is like. When I was listening to your list, anytime I got in the car, I started
1: with this song. Amazing. And then. I, I, I listen to this song there. so much, I listen to it all the time. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's such a brilliant, brilliant song. And one, and an artist and and a song that probably lot people maybe haven't heard of. He's not a particularly Mm. well-known rapper. Yeah, I adore it. I absolutely adore it. Yeah. I think it's very, very hard to get
0: that balance when it's like a sort of a funny song, like a slightly comedic twist on a song, but to actually be a great song at the same time. I, I think musical comedy tends to go one way or the other in terms of the music or the comedy yeah. and yeah the, the song itself is brilliant like I'm
1: in love yeah. so yeah, oh, thank you for uh, there we go Well, if if we, if we get nothing else from this <laughs> I feel I feel very proud <laughs> job
0: <laughs> done job <laughs> done Um. alright song five then is a song that makes you sad so you've gone for Letter to Hermione by David Bowie. Uh,
1: yeah I think this is just a really beautiful short lovely heartbreaking David Bowie song it's uh, there is like a real kind of croaky fragility to David Bowie's voice it's Mm -hmm. I think about a real relationship that broke down and the woman that's the subject of the song went off with this dancer Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's there's just so much that uh, all of the lyrics are completely heartbreaking I think but then there's that bit Mm -hmm. at the end where he's talking about uh, her her situation now and how the, this new guy cares for her and loves her and looks after her and she must be very happy and then he says but do you ever call my name like even by mistake which I think is the most devastating yeah. line like that you yeah. would he would cling to even his name being said by mistake not because she misses him not because there's anything yeah. still there but just like, it would be something to cling on to if she said it in error yeah. you know and that yeah. that for me that is that absolutely kills me that that line yeah. that it's just I think it's one of the most devastating lines in all of music like, just the idea that you would love someone so much that once they've left you even just the, yeah. the thought of them saying your name would be enough ah mm-hmm. uh, it kills me absolutely yeah. kills me and I think you know I don't I'm not a huge huge Bowie head or I know all of the hits and they're all pretty bombastic and exciting and this is very stripped back and again like his yeah. voice feels really really fragile it feels really raw it feels like a very honest mm. song uh, yeah, yeah and that absolutely. that one line especially just ah, oh, it's knife to the heart stuff that it really really kills me yeah no it is
0: yeah I'm, again I'm not massively I've never really massively mm. got into David Bowie and I, I don't know what I think there's part of it for me is fans of David Bowie are like it's like all consuming yes yeah yeah, yeah. like their fandom yeah. for David Bowie and it's like you have to understand this part of his life and this part of his I life know, there's know, like a yeah. saga that you have to get into oh he lived in Berlin in I don't know when enjoy.
1: that was <laughs> always, it's always you know, the Berlin period or this the other day we won't yeah, talk about the, new, exactly. the drum and bass that he made in the 90s yeah I know <laughs> I don't really I, yeah I yeah. I'm not that in on Bowie which is a shame because he's obviously written yeah. Tons and tons. No, of amazing absolutely. Song. But it just it feels it just feels like a lot of homework yeah, to get into some agree. quite
0: challenging songs, yeah. and I don't really have the the time or energy for it. But um, but yeah, this song is is beautiful. Um, and I, I actually had picked out the exact same line as the one that I find to be the the saddest because um, I think uh, the episode you talked about Shuffle Tea, um was a similar kind of energy in that uh, in a Tom yeah, Waits yeah. song. That he had um, brought up, which is uh, Alice. Yeah. Right. Um, and there's something about, like, just that, see so the fragility of it, but, like, there's almost a sort of a slightly pathetic quality to what he's putting yeah, out there, yeah. um, which does just break your heart because knowing it's a true story as well and it's a real person that he's, like, yes. putting this yeah, out yeah, there yeah. to. Like, he's really bearing his soul. Like, he's really putting himself out there. Like, he's... And that's so, so hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've written some music and, like... Like, even putting down, like, some kind of, like, sincere thought together. Like, I catch myself on this show when I, like... When I say something that is genuine. I'm like, oh, this sounds, like, a bit wacky. Yeah, wanky. yeah, yeah. But, like, actually bearing your soul and putting it... Like, recording it and mm. putting the song together and obviously performing it as well. Like it's yeah it is it is heartbreaking when you like break it down yeah. and sit and think about it
1: Ah, oh. well uh, yeah i i I don't really know what more to say to it to be honest i find it i find it hard to listen to i find it really hard to listen to this song um i think yeah. it's just a perfect yeah. just perfect song about about heartbreaking and, yeah. and breakups it's uh yeah. yeah it and it it starts and it, it goes and it's sort of two and a half minutes long or something right it's just this perfect, perfect. little little song uh yeah, it yeah. Like, it's that one line I think about yeah. that line all the time I just think it's brilliant it's such a brilliant observation mm-hmm. and just completely yeah. devastating because it's kind of pathetic right it's that you know that it's yeah, that it real like that. raw pathetic post breakup feeling and yeah. that's um, yeah. not yeah I'll take it yeah in. exactly and that's not something I've ever I guess yeah. uh, I'd always kind of associated David Bowie with sound and vision and life on Mars and you know mm, let's mm-hmm. dance and that kind of stuff and then this is just a side to him that yeah. I, had, I had zero awareness of really yeah. Yeah, I see. I see.
0: Yeah. Um again I talk about different kinds of like sad music mm. in this category and there's like there's um yeah, there's there's like there's different levels to the sadness, right? And different sort of levels in terms of how you engage with sad yeah. songs as well. I think this is definitely one that would pull you down yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to feel oh, sad. Yeah, and yeah. You're like, Okay, yeah. I need to feel my feelings for a bit, yeah. I'll stick on this song and yeah, uh two and a half minutes later. We yeah, I need on. to know that David Bowie yeah. can feel heartbreak too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, song six then is a song to relax too. So you have gone for "On Melancholy Hill" by the Gorillaz.
1: Yeah, I, there isn't. I don't think there's too much I can say about this song, really. I think it's just a really nice, mm. chilled Gorillaz track. I really, really love the instrumental right. of it. I think Gorillaz are brilliant. Um, and mm-hmm. again, this is a Spotify Raps choice. This is in there every year. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. think it's a lovely relaxing nice beautiful song like honestly which is such a boring answer that's like describing something as nice uh but it's uh i just think it's a really uh, like a perfect chilled song yeah
0: absolutely to be honest this is probably the category where i get the least conversation from it because that tends to be the standard answer is like yeah i don't know what more you want from me this is just a song that i relax to yeah What, what, what do you want me to say shane it's relaxing um but yeah, it's good for me because I get to um, stick them in a little playlist of songs I can use to to chill. Yeah, of out, course, and nice. It's going in there. So yeah, right. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> song seven is a song from preteen years. So this, this has gotta be it, right? So this it's heaven is a Half Pipe. Uh, the first I CD know.
1: I ever bought. Wow, heaven Half-Pipe. is a halfpipe by OPM. I'm not even sure what OPM stands uh-huh. for. Um, we all remember this song, do we? Was it was a bit. I think it was a big number one. Yeah, um, yeah based around the incredible thought experiment of what if heaven was a skate park and yeah. like jesus is like smoking a bong behind yeah, the pearly yeah. gates it's just they're having a lovely time uh and, you know it's yeah. an interesting thought what if heaven was a half yeah. pipe um yeah what I, I listened to i hadn't i hadn't listened to this song in i'm going to say 15 20 years and i Brilliant. knew every single word i think that's what happens it is. with your first cd singles right you obsess yeah, over yeah. them you listen to them over and over and over again and yeah, yeah who somewhere in a corner of my brain were the entire lyrics to heaven is a half pipe by opm yeah um and i like between me and you i quite like listening to it again today I, it's probably shit isn't it it's probably a really shit song um uh, I, like I think it. that i think i was amazed the first time i listened to it that the skating is in stereo At the, you know the very start you just hear the skateboard yes. and it skates left to yeah, right yeah, yeah. like it's on a half pipe yeah Uh-huh. you know and I, who knows hey I've gone on to become an audio producer as a job <laughs> you could maybe pinpoint my obsession with audio to me hearing that st- me appreciating that <laughs> stereo effect for the first time on the song Heaven is a Half Pipe I, I used to absolutely love any song that did that—that that scanned left to right. You know, if there was a conversation, or if like one guitar yeah. and you know the second guitar was playing left and right he- headphone. Yeah, yeah. That I yeah. found that fascinating as a kid. I thought it was—I like yeah. thought it was magic because I thought the headphone was just yeah, like an amplifier that was. You know, I, the fact that it, it blew my mind that you could pan music and pan audio like that. Uh, so yeah. yeah, thank you, the guys at OPM, <laughs> for giving me a career. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely.
0: This is slightly related, but I remember uh, Franz Ferdinand completely blew my mind on a song. I can't remember what song it is, but the the lyric was, "I'm just a voice in your earpiece, mm-hmm. telling you no." And I listened to that while wearing earphones. And <laughs> you immediately threw them I to was the ground. So excited, you're like looking like around, honestly, thinking it's going to be in a tree. I got other people to listen to that yeah. song because I thought it was so funny yeah, and yeah, yeah. clever that they'd come up with that lyric and now looking back on it like everyone responded the way they should which is like all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah um but yeah do, do you know what? it's it's funny that you brought this song up on the list because um it's, because although, it's your favorite uh, song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's 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 just this and Goofy Dolls. <laughs> that's, that's all i listen to um but no, it's uh, like someone in my uh, in my Discord recently mm-hmm. actually brought up this song like before you'd sent nice. the list and said this is something we'd listened to a lot recently, and we sort of got into a conversation about um, different songs that fit the category of what we call optimistic nihilism, mm-hmm. um, and it's like I don't know if maybe I'm just overthinking it or overanalyzing it because it could just boil down to a bunch of stoners. Saying wouldn't it be great if there was a half pipe in heaven? But just that vibe of like just enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Because that's yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. what they're doing in, in the in in life mm-hmm. is just having a good time skating and that's their idea of heaven. Like just enjoying the yeah. moment and enjoying what you're doing. And that it feels very authentic as well in the way they're putting it across compared to um I don't know, something like the Black Eyed Peas where every song became like this faux carpe diem right. you know you might die yeah, tomorrow yeah. so let's drink a lot tonight Um, this just felt very like authentic and there's something quite sweet yeah. about this song and
1: yeah I, I I really
0: like it as a result I might be giving
1: them too much credit but we'll find out they in total industry plants that were slammed together and this was written by <laughs> Waterman or something but no I really like it I think it's a yeah I, I it's not it could be much more embarrassing as a first CD single your first CD single could be way worse so yeah 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 what was your second one Uh, can we move on to questions (laughs) it was a great (laughs) actually do you know what I I've got a real issue with the idea of guilty pleasures I think I don't believe they should exist I think it's just a pleasure is a pleasure and if you enjoy something you should enjoy it and be proud to enjoy it um Yes. And as a result take a look at this OPM tattoo I got a week ago. No, um yeah. So I would say they that falls into this category, right? You should be proud to enjoy that song. Yeah. You shouldn't have to um Or any music. Just if it yeah. does something to you, it does something to you, you shouldn't feel shame.
0: I agree. Yeah. I've yeah, I've I've you I actually caught myself using that expression like once an episode for like five or six episodes in a Mm. row so i've sort of put that to bed but nice i was a complete music i think i was a total (laughs)
1: music snob for i mean i was a teenager so of course and have since massively got over the idea that you should that music holds yeah value or you know more value it's all on the ear that's listening to it right if if you if you love it if you value it then it's good that's how i feel about it absolutely yeah
0: yeah 100 percent. all right song eight is a cover so you've gone for Good Year for the Roses by Elvis
1: Costello and the Attractions yeah I really struggle I really really struggle with this because I don't know I don't know if there's many covers that I really love and really adore mm-hmm. that aren't the obvious all along the Watchtower her you know your big covers yeah. um, and I just really love this song I really like um, Elvis Costello's composition of it I think he's got a great voice uh, I think mm-hmm. the songs like I really again it's a nice idea for a song about a breakup the idea mm-hmm. that um because they've broken up he hasn't picked any roses so the roses are growing better than they normally would I think that's just quite a nice metaphor uh-huh. for a relationship uh, yeah I, so there isn't yeah. probably too much for me to say about this I just think it's a, a really nice cover of a, yeah. a lovely song yeah yeah which actually is quite heartbreaking yeah. when you think about it
0: it is It yeah. is. And I think the other part of it is just that that sort of like there's there's nothing it, it's, it just puts you in mind of the sort of those couples that go through just they just get to a point where they've got nothing left yes, to say yeah. to each other, and they've got nothing left in their relationship, mm. and that's like all they have is, you know, the roses yeah. are good, and yeah, you know, I think the the lawn needs a move yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's it's uh, as you say, like it's a great idea for a song, and it's 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 beautiful. Like it's really really well done. So, um, yeah, don't know if I can add much more to <laughs> it either, but it's a good song. Uh, all right, song nine is a song you would sing at karaoke. So you've gone for Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. Yeah,
1: I mean, if we're talking, well, Guilty Pleasures don't exist, but if we're talking about Guilty Pleasures, Meatloaf, I I love Meatloaf. I right? absolutely love Meatloaf. There's something completely unashamedly camp and over-the-top and ridiculous about Meatloaf's music, which means yeah. it's just perfect karaoke fodder. You can attempt yeah. to hit notes that you'll never hit If you're a bit of an attention seeker, which I have been accused of in the past, you get a good nine minutes up Uh there with a Meatloaf song. You know, (laughs) this is not a, you know, I'm not doing Song 2 by Blur. I'm doing that four and a half times with Paradise by the Dashboard Light (laughs) by Meatloaf. Yeah, Um, okay. I just think it's a brilliant, over-the-top, fantastic song. Uh, I uh, went to see the Meatloaf musical, and the performance of this song was a highlight. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, I love Meatloaf this was like Alcoholics Anonymous or something. Hi, I'm Joel Grove and I love Meatloaf. <laughs> when was the last time you listened to Meatloaf? On the way here, actually. I, I, I can't stop. <laughs> um Yeah. That that would be Yeah, I, I I think Is he is Meatloaf a problematic guy now? Was there like a he said some weird did he was he anti vax or something? I don't know. Um oh, I don't know. I, I that's not let's not, that's not good, it. thank you. Um Yeah, <laughs> yeah brilliant brilliant song you could pick this you could pick that yeah. out of hell you could pick two out of three ain't bad objects in the rear view mirror may appear closer than they are just a hilariously yeah. long song title um I would do any of those I could happily do any of those at karaoke yeah I, th- I thought you were going to make
0: the I would do anything for love joke there but um thank you for not <laughs> um so this, this is one of the questions I was going to mm-hmm. ask you about this. So it's it's eight and a half minutes yep. long, so you are you are going for the yeah, entirety of the Yeah, I would say a,
1: a problem is there is a section of the song where there's just sort of baseball commentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was what, thinking. What do you do on stage this. during that time is what you're thinking, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh-huh. hmm, What would I do on stage? You'd maybe, maybe see some dancing. You'd okay. maybe see me uh, just staring at the words musical interlude on the screen. <laughs> praying for the next line to come up that's the funniest (laughs) bit of karaoke isn't it the interlude and how people behave in the interlude i would actually give anything to watch a supercut of people during (laughs) instrumentals at karaoke and what they've done how they do it um yeah that's the only awkward part of this song and also the fact that invariably difficult to get someone to sing this with you so you'd have to play both parts right Yeah. yeah okay that is a big part of it as well yeah um are you a karaoke guy?
0: This, is, uh, no, okay. I'm not. Um, have you sung karaoke? I, I don't actually think I have. Um, and I think now i I would be more inclined to do it now mm. than I would have been in my in my twenties. Yeah. Um, because I honestly I just give less of a shit now. Um yeah. I think that the only real opportunities I'd have to do it would be like on a workouting now and I'd be less inclined to do it with my colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um but if I was out with my wife or my mates or something and we stumbled across it, I'd give it a go. I wouldn't wouldn't mind. And what's your pick? I, th- I think I probably need to be drunk. My my pick is um is Kryptonite by Three Doors Down.
1: I don't think I I don't know if I know that song. Do I? Okay. Is it you're, should you're, I
0: know? perhaps a little fortunate um <laughs> i oh, kryptonite is 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 the song of, if, if if i if i go crazy then will you still call me superman i don't know
1: if i don't know if i do know no? it. okay okay well, uh, i'm going to go i'll go like, away and listen
0: you don't have to <laughs> um it's very like southern rock no i actually okay. i actually do really like it it's like it's very like yeah southern rock and roll um I mean, it. It turns out they uh, they they did they play at Trump's inauguration. Oh no! Just like was that when they were the just hats? they couldn't get anyone know. to play at the aug- yeah inauguration. That's, yeah exactly yeah. that's oh, no. that's who they got. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's very southern rock and roll. I the, the reason I picked it is that I was with a friend of mine leaving them off at the. Uh, uh, um, uh, they were at my house and, and then they were getting the boat home, and I, uh, there was a. Car journey. He had the aux cable. He put this on, and we used to listen to the song a lot when we were teenagers. Mm. And we both like sang the song hard in the car. I love that. It was an incredibly cathartic experience for me. And I think that's just what I'm clinging to. So yeah, that would probably be be mine. I would say nice. Um, yeah. Because this is this is an aside, and I'll I'll cut this because (laughs) um, (laughs) it's. It's not um maybe not podcast friendly, but uh, a friend of mine. So he's a, a Australian friend of mine. Um, said he was uh he was at a karaoke bar where they have like those booths, mm-hmm. and they have like the um, it's one of those like you know that like, sort of Korean style where they have like just like stock footage yeah. Yeah, kind yeah. of stuff playing and the song lyrics, and I think it was a Bon Jovi song, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason they just hadn't really thought they just were using like tourism footage yeah but the footage was from Auschwitz oh my god <laughs> so there's a video of this guy like realised what it was very awkwardly saying what to me with them. that's
1: absolutely incredible <laughs> oh my god that is so good that is so so good that's completely podcast friendly that is that is absolutely amazing I'll leave it in I'll leave it in wow um, wow yeah. yeah
0: it's yeah I, I, Honest. that's one of those stories that I think about every now and again and I just laugh out loud
1: yeah like it's that is phenomenal uh, imagine being so the guy good.
0: singing yeah <laughs> just watch it yeah. just the realizations yeah. you see like is, is that <laughs> fuck do I stop? Do I tell yeah, exactly. someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do? <laughs> Why this song? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, back back to back to Meatloaf. Um I, I really love this song. Like I I found it very, very funny and I think because I hadn't listened to this I've obviously heard the sort of you know, we were barely seventeen, we were barely dressed.
1: I don't yeah. think I'd listen to the song the full way through. That's the, the, um, the Oh, you're gonna say the line about I was I said I would love oh, wait, you till that, the end of time. Yes. Now that, I'm praying for the end of time. So it's really funny. funny, isn't it? It's really funny. So yeah, like, yeah that yeah, yeah.
0: genuinely caught me off guard. Because yeah. um, the the build up to that, you know, I need to know right now, let me sleep on it, like yeah. that sort of back and forth yeah. is really, really good. And then yeah. like, yeah. So now I'm praying until the end of there's a pause in it, there's like a comedic timing. That it's it. really it's, brilliant. It's so So brilliant. good. Yeah. It's so like well he's
1: done. you know, in order to get with her, he's promised her the earth. He's promised to love yeah. her forever and ever and ever. Yeah, and then you get that one second beat, and then he says, "Now I'm praying for the end of time." Like I've promised her the end of time, and so now yeah. I want to reach it. It's so great. It's such a yeah. like that that moment of regret. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's really funny. That's yeah. brilliant. I love I like love a funny line or self awareness or something like that in a song. Just brilliant. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Alrighty. Song
0: ten then is a the song that reminds you of a specific place. So your song is time to pretend by MGMT.
1: Uh, yeah, so the the specific place this reminds me of is um, I grew up in the Medway Towns in Kent and there was uh-huh. a an indie club called the Manor Club that you could uh, get into from the age of maybe 16. Okay. Despite it being a bar, ostensibly, yeah. that you should be 18 to get into. And the bouncers yeah. had a policy of letting people in based on how they were dressed and a quiz about their music taste. And so generally, there were really good people in there. Uh, And I would, from sixth form, for a couple of years, I would go kind of every single week on a Friday night. And the dance floor was just like looking at my sixth form common room, but in a nightclub. Just everyone would be there and they would just play. There was the main room, which was an indie disco, and then a smaller room, which was like, much heavier head banging, like a mosh okay. pit kind of room. Uh, and I just loved it there so much. It was four pounds to get in, every single drink was two pounds fifty from from a double vodka Red Bull down to a WKD, all two pounds fifty just because they were just handling it, it, just to make every life so much easier for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I can really, really specifically remember one of the 500 times they played Time to Pretend across those two years, um, right and just being with my mates and dancing to this song and just having like a transcendent time and to be 16 and to get into an indie club where they served alcohol and played all your favorite music just felt like a bit of a joke really it felt like we you know i'd gone from yeah i would say that in that summer particularly i when i sort of really discovered myself and the music that I liked and the people that I liked and how I liked to dress, and that I had never really it's not the thing I ever considered until I was maybe fifteen sixteen right and then we you you got into sixth form and you got wind and you heard like rumors about this place that you could go to on a Friday night, and they would just play all of your favorite music and um yeah oh, I love it so much, and it's still a place that we reminisce about now, and you know i have it was probably my first ten Facebook profile pictures are all from different corners of that right nightclub, okay. yeah. Excellent. I loved it Excellent. so much, and I, 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 the indie club feels like a dying art, right? I you never see them mm. so much anymore, and there's been right. a lot of times I've been in like different towns quite late at night, just drunkenly googling indie disco, and it's a wasteland <laughs> out there. You can't find them anymore. there has been amazing. Yeah, I say amazing. Sweaty, horrible crap. One in in London at this club called Borderlands in Soho, gone, which is gone now. And I, mm. yeah, I lament the end of the indie disco. If anyone listening to this. Would tweet me the best indie disco where they live. I will come to it for a dance and buy them a double vodka Red Bull for two pounds fifty, which which would probably be like the contribute. I would probably be contributing a fifth of the price now. Yeah, (laughs) I will pay for a fifth of your drink if you tell me where a good indie disco is. Yeah, trying to buy a
0: double vodka Red Bull. With two point fifty in cash as well, yeah, like they'd probably just they'd probably kick you out. I one hundred percent, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you not have contact contactless
1: on your phone, mate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck! I've brought my two pounds. Where 50. did it kick you go? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just I loved it there so much. I heard mm. music that I already loved. I learned to lo- love lots of new music there as well. Um, brilliant, and it was just brilliant. It was just the, the best atmosphere I've ever anywhere I've been on a night out because it was all good people every week. Yeah. Like you, I'd, I've seen people get thrown out because they would wear what appeared to be the right clothes to get in. And then they, uh-huh. then, then they would get in and they would like remove what they were wearing to reveal a vest or, you know. And, and right. a bouncer, I've seen, the bouncer would come and carry them out. And the bouncer would say to people at the door, Who are your favorite band? And people uh-huh. would try and blag it. And then he would ask for some fairly deep cuts of their music. Oh, okay, at right, no okay. point is he looking for ID. Or an age. Yeah, <laughs> he specifically wants to know if you can list some, like you know, blur B sides. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> which I kind of really respect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's completely illegal, and he's just letting teenagers drink, but but good teenagers, <laughs> the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The ones who like good music. That's the main yeah. thing.
1: And you know, yeah, I, I've like held on to my mate who's been in tears in the smoking area of that nightclub because he's been broken up with, and right. you know, I just, it just there's so many memories associated with that place. Right, love it. Okay. Yeah. So is is this like? I'm sure there are others, but is this a song that just
0: like would the, would would this be the main thing you think about when you listen to this? Song? Yeah, when right. I, it,
1: because there's right. lots of songs like I say that I really love that I would hear there, but when I listen to this, like it, that's I am there. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I've got much longer straightened hair. <laughs> we're just using an industrial amount of hairspray so nice. that, that so that the entire hair sort of moves as one unit oh yeah you know the look mm-hmm. the swept fringe right a buttoned up fred perry polo shirt sometimes braces once oh. once like a neckerchief and i've tried oh, to wow. sc- i've tried to scrub all of those photos from the internet but <laughs> i can't scrub the memory from my mind um and uh rosary yeah. beads jeans that Impossibly tight jeans, uh, yeah. Heady days, beautiful, there we go. beautiful.
0: Um, yeah, I was gonna say because this this song feels nostalgic to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not not because it's from like whatever, like early two thousands or whenever it was, like the I can't remember when exactly this song came out. But but the song itself feels nostalgic and i think there's a few other songs that i've talked about in the show before that have the same quality and the the, the best way i find to summarize it is it sounds like a song that you would have a slow motion montage of people dancing to, yeah Yeah. rather than a song that you would
1: dance to and that's that's how i imagine when i hear this song i imagine myself in slow motion in that yeah nightclub definitely yeah
0: perfect all right great choice then i song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person so, ironically, you've gone for song
1: forever yeah, yeah. by the Beautiful South. A, l- a little bit of fun. Well, I, <laughs> so I was always going to pick the Beautiful South for this. Uh, I think they're the ultimate mum band. And uh-huh. um, I, there was just Carry On Up the Charts, was the album that was in my mum's car, um, right. which is kind of their greatest hits. And, so I could have picked any number of Beautiful South songs here uh, but Mm -hmm. I think this is their best song I think it's a really brilliant funny idea for a song again there's quite a lot of humour in these songs I would say in in, in some of these choices Um, you know The Beautiful South for me yeah remind me of my mum I imagine they remind almost anyone between the age of 25 and 35 of their mums just like I say ultimate mum band Beautiful South Uh, and I think Paul Heaton's probably like one of the great British songwriters and is really underappreciated. I think this is a really genius idea for a song. He's mm-hmm. the premise is this song is for basically all the women that he's written songs about because he's yeah. made and he says in the song you list these women's names. So You've made me so much money. I wrote this song for you. I think it's such a yeah. brilliant idea for a song. Um, good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a lovely, beautiful song. And anything Beautiful South only makes me think of my mum. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, was it the, like
0: was this sort of um, your mum's music in the car, or one hundred percent? This the, is an album that we just yeah,
1: lived okay. in the car. Yeah, right, which okay. per, like a permanent fixture of the CD drive. Beautiful sound. Right. Yeah. 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 And I probably, I, think, yeah. I, I imagine, I grew to hate them and have and not listened to them for <laughs> ages, and only recently have <laughs> yeah. I kind of re-listened to their music. And yeah, yeah, amazing.
0: That's funny. That that seems to be a bit of a theme with like mom and dad music, where. Like my dad tried to get get me to listen to so many different bands mm. and so many different artists. My mum had Abba gold in the CD player.
1: That was it. Yeah, she ne- it never left. And did you did it make you sick of Abba? Yeah. How, how do you feel about Abba now? I, I've really come around
0: to Abba. Yeah, like I've like I think again from doing this show, I think pop music is a is a genre as a whole that I'm mm-hmm. really connecting with in a big way, um, and I think Abba are. I was gonna say they're underrated. They're not. They're just like to, like they felt to me. Like I underrated them, which yeah. is actually lyrically, musically, they're the perfect pop band. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I have. I. I mean, I had songs I really, really loved of theirs anyway, like voulez and Does Your Mother Know? Like mm-hmm. really, really fun ones. But I think they've got an awful lot more going on as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if my mom analysed
1: it to that extent or if she just liked singing just Dancing Queen. Yeah, yeah. Um, But again... I, li- I live really close to that um, holographic ABBA venue they've built. Oh, yeah. And okay. so where I live is quite often flooded by people in sort of, almost sort of like Mamma Mia cosplay and like right. ABBA cosplay. I think I'd quite like to go and see it. Apparently it's really, really impressive. Um, okay. Yeah. ABBA, ABBA are great. And yeah. again... It's probably teenage musical snobbery, wasn't it? That, that yeah. uh, sort of put them down, but Absolutely. they've got some hits. Absolutely. There's a reason yeah. Abba is like the greatest selling album ever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. So, the Goo Goo well, Dolls aren't having a bespoke venue <laughs> built in East London, no matter how many letters you write and how strong a campaign you wage online. The the Goo Goo <laughs> Dolls hologram experience will not come to Belfast. <laughs> there, there are.
0: Two contributors to my Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's you, and the other one's the lead singer of the Goo Goo Ducks. Exactly that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> song 12, then, is a song that motivates you. So your song is The Rat by The Walkman.
1: Yeah, th- this is complete route one choice for me. This is the track one of a playlist that I listen to when I do exercise. Right. And it is just an absolute hammer of a song. It goes... And Goes and goes and goes for four minutes. I think it's brilliant. Yep. It, it I, I will run my fastest kilometer of every run when this song's <laughs> playing. Uh, yeah. the drums are just brilliant and driving and intense. And yeah, I, I, I love this song. It's it, yeah. it will, I, I listen to it three or four times a week when I work out. And so, this is uh, that when he, it's hard, isn't it? Motivate it could be to what would it, I, I sort of worried about not worried about sort of thoughts about what motivates what and I could have re- and then I thought oh but I do have a playlist that is specifically geared towards make- motivating me to do exercise and this yeah. is the best song on that playlist so that was kind of my yeah. thinking but yeah complete route Probably. one choice in that I think yeah. very hard You I don't think you could just sort of sit down and listen to this song <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, a very kinetic moving you know it's a very yeah it would be a weird experience I think to be stationary <laughs> yeah. and listen to it
0: yeah absolutely um so yeah i mean with this category i think when i when i put the list together and mm. and this is one of the categories i came up with to be honest that was probably what i was thinking of as root okay. one is just yeah. like you know gym bangers essentially. Yeah, yeah yeah um and you know and from doing the show at the end of the day obviously speaking to a lot of different people a lot of people are like like I, a friend of the show mish Whitrup, who's a comedian in australia uh said that um gym bangers don't uh don't make me want to run they make me want to kill myself um which is you know a slightly
1: different take on it but so there's um, there's a line in this that is that does make you want to kill yourself a little bit cuz uh, he's he's talking about um he says when i used to go out i would know everyone i saw mm-hmm. now when i go out I, I know no one at all you know like i yeah it, so there is that kind of weird transitionary thing and i think i do having just talked about knowing everyone in a nightclub being age 16 i'm 30 yeah. years old now and when i go to my hometown everyone in the bars are 18 19 20 and i definitely yeah. feel that i feel that like that's, yeah. this song definitely hits me in a place as well when i listen to it and there's kind yeah. of a bitterness and an anger to his voice and yeah um, absolutely yeah so that is yeah. yeah so it can do hey it can motivate me to ru- it can do both it may motivate <laughs> me to run so hard that i reverse time and become 16 again why not? Why not? Um yeah, I get I
0: love this song. And again I think it's one of those it's it's another song that I think has a really, really solid um uh conceit. Like the idea behind the song is fantastic. And yeah. the opening line, you got a nerve yeah, to be yeah. asking a favor, you got a yeah. nerve to be calling this number is and the anger in his voice and the way like the way the music is building around him. It just sets the tone straight away, and it's called the Rat. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, there's so much anger and bitterness, and yeah. I again, I, I, as I said, I set up the category to be like gym bangers yeah. and you know main character walking with purpose kind of music, and yeah, s- straight in the list.
1: I feel like they're total one-hit wonder band, The Walkman. It feels like they right. poured every ounce of everything they have into this one song. Yeah. And it yeah. is, I think it's, yeah, uh, like a total masterpiece. I think it's such a brilliant song. And again, I like just urge anyone to listen to this and not move or feel it. Or, you know, they yeah. just couldn't... I, I I imagine I'd never listen to this while sat still. Yeah, I think that's
0: fair. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right. Song 13 mm-hmm. is a song someone introduced you to. So you've gone for bad loo- Bad Losers on Yahoo Chess by Half Man, Half Biscuit.
1: Yeah, so I um, edited a show for the BBC called Blood on the Tracks, which is like a musical, a music panel show. The The idea is... Uh, it's hosted by Colin Murray, uh-huh. Northern Ireland's favourite son. Um, and there's <laughs> yeah. four guests, and the idea is they're very disparate guests from very different backgrounds and areas of, you know, creativity or whatever. And uh, they all pick a song per round and the question will be what's the greatest female vocal of all time what's the song about right. dinner What's and you know that, that's that's how it, how it runs um, so yeah. it was a really good show to work on for being introduced to new music and I yeah. this choice was uh, a track, it was chosen by the comedian Josh Um okay. I can't actually remember what the category was it might have been a song that makes you laugh um, yeah. and I had never ever really listened to any music by half man half biscuit i think uh-huh. i i think i found their name a bit too twee and i always thought that maybe what they'd be doing would be kind of like jaunty fun folk songs and that that sure. wouldn't really be yeah, yeah. my bag at all um yeah. i think yeah. maybe it's a real don't judge a book by its cover thing i think i was probably just put off by the fact they're called half man half biscuit anyway yeah. he he did this amazing introduction to this song and then we played it in the room and i just instantly loved it i thought again uh, that's not something i picked on when i was picking this list but i really like ideas behind songs i guess yeah yeah. this guy's just written a song about people that quit yahoo chess without saying thank you you know that's that's ostensibly what it's about he's playing yahoo chess and we've all if anyone that plays video games the idea of rage quitting you know yeah very ahead of its time this song uh and he and he he lists like the usernames of people that have quit on him and they weren't very polite and um, yeah. there, there's a really hilarious bit where he says that... Uh, so Deep Blue was that supercomputer that they uh-huh. taught to play chess or was very good at chess, I think. And there's yeah, a, yeah. he talks about voting for Deep Blue as Sports Personality of the Year. That's so... That's properly hilarious. Um, I think it's a really funny song. And it's actually musically really good. I really... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as a result, I, I would call myself a, a Half Man Half Biscuit fan now. I really... Love that song. I'm really glad that I sort of took the time to mm. embrace them as a band. I think it's, just, yeah. I think it's, I just as an idea, it's brilliant. Like, yeah, isn't it so great that you can write a song about Yahoo Chess and it yeah. be and it be that good? I think it's just such an amazing yeah. thing about music, right? It's such a silly idea, uh huh. Um, yeah, and the, you're right about the line between with musical comedy. I think the music has to be really good, yeah. for it to work. And I yeah. think, I think it is with Half Man Half Biscuit.
0: Yeah, it's very very tightly written as well. Yes, there's, there's yeah. nothing, there's no wasted space. There's no fat in the in the way the lyrics are put together. It's so well done. It's so funny you said it's a, it's ahead of its time. That, that is hilarious because if they'd written this song about FIFA Ultimate Team yeah. in the year twenty twenty, yes. this yeah, would yeah, be yeah. the biggest hit of all time. Yeah,
1: you're you're so right. It would be the biggest song on TikTok. It will be absolutely <laughs> enormous. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent. It, is, it yeah. is just about rage quitting and yeah, yeah. People, oh, people signing out without writing GG. <laughs> <laughs> the bane of my existence. Oh yeah. man! All right,
0: excellent. Song fourteen is a song that you wouldn't expect to like, so you've gone for "As It Was" by Harry Styles,
1: which is a very recent pick. This is a mm. song that came out in the last few months, um, and again, I, I guess it's because I I would never not expect to like a song I I don't know right. what like grounds that would be on um, yeah. is it because as an artist I would maybe imagine I wouldn't like or a genre yeah. I'm, I, I would say that I'm pretty open minded and happy mm-hmm. to like anything um, yeah. but I, one of my first jobs in radio was working for a children's radio station mm-hmm. and as a result I was pummeled to death by uh, One Direction and Little Mix and their lesser cousins, people like Union J or just so many bands that only I can remember only I and probably now teenage (laughs) boys and girls can remember Um, and so I think as a result became very adverse to subsequent solo projects or anything put out by those people Uh, and then just because it's inescapable have heard quite a lot of the recent Harry Styles album and it's fucking great it's really good and I think this song's brilliant I think it's such a great pop song and I love it and um, yeah I think I tarred them all with the same brush but uh, you know when you're hearing it a hundred times a day for a couple of years it will have that effect Uh, and have yeah have definitely ignored his music but yeah it's kind of undeniably great pop music and he is absolutely bloody hell he's handsome and he's so charismatic (laughs) yeah and uh, hard not to love him really just seems to be a Great guy, making fun music and kind of being who he wants to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's like uh, Harry Styles is a is is someone I've, I've talked about before on the show. Mm. So uh, apologies to to regular listens, listeners, but I'm going over it again. Um, I think like One Direction, that kind of era is a is a massive reason that I've not connected with pop music because yeah. when I was starting to to get my taste in music that was when like pop idol x-factor was complete really production off. line and conveyor belt kind of music 100% yeah. yeah everything was just churned out and it was like the number ones weren't organic anymore it was like basically yeah. given to the yeah, winner yeah. of, of um, whatever contest they were doing one direction were a perfect example of that because that was a I assume an industry manufactured mm-hmm. story in a, um, reality yeah um, quotation marks reality yeah. tv show um, and then, yeah, you sort of that—that's, I mean, that—that's sort of how I felt about pop music in general. Mm. Um, and it's—it's it's their fault basically. But um, when when he went solo, I think there was obviously a period where, like, my wife actually went to see him. She, she got like invited to some corporate gig in 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 London because she did well in her in her in her job, mm. and. uh she went to see him, like, shortly after he'd left and he was mostly doing covers. Right. And he was just sort of like... He has a great voice. Yeah. So he was yeah, just yeah. like, I have a great voice. I'm going to do some covers and I've got an audience and they're mm-hmm. going to follow me. And then, yeah, started to just do his own thing and I don't know what point I st- it, it happened, but I I know when I started paying attention to it, which was when he performed at the EMAs mm-hmm. and he did that song Falling. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've seen the performance live, but no, I haven't seen it. Have you seen Have you seen the video? It's like this room filling with water. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah. This kind yeah, of yeah. yeah, So the live performance they had, um, they basically had this this big like glass box up to like his ankles or whatever. But they had um, a piano and a keyboard behind him, and there was water cascading off of both of those, mm. and the stage he was on was gradually filling up with water over the course of the performance and he was just singing this beautiful song while this was happening and I remember watching that and turning my life and going I loved everything about yeah, it that yeah, yeah. like I did not like Harry Styles up until this point but that was like a perfect piece of art yeah that was incredible and then yeah the more I listen to his music for just for what it is which is like good pop music and uh, sometimes more than that there's an awful lot to like and there's an awful lot to enjoy and
1: again this is a this is a great song it's a great song there's an interesting thing there about award shows this is a bit of a tangent so apologies Um, it's almost when you said that kind of that about that being quite a big moment for you and I think about like recent Brits performances I couldn't tell you anyone that's won a Brit award in the last five years and what category but I know I adored that Stormzy performance where he said you know fuck the government fuck Boris and the money for Grenfell and that performance when it's raining on him like super mm-hmm. powerful and the yeah. dave performance from a year or two Just ago to say the df one yeah maybe award ceremonies now are actually about those performances more than the awards because that, that year where yeah. dave won could you do you know who could you think who won like best male like I, I, who cares no clue. but that performance was astonishing yeah. um it was yeah i uh that's an interesting thing maybe the award shows have become more of a showcase for those yeah. performances yeah. Because there isn't any that's good so. music telly anymore, right? You've got Jules Holland and then there's nothing. You don't see yeah. live music you don't see you don't see people perform music on TV. No. Which no, is sad, true. which is a shame. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Um Alright, song fifteen is a song you think everyone should listen to. So your song is Give Me the Night by George Benson.
1: Again, complete Route One. I worked in a wedding venue for many years and I think this is the ultimate Floor filling, brilliant song, right. and I, I would. It's quite a hard category, isn't it? A song you think everyone should listen to. I probably would have said Denahi or "Millionaire" or something that I've already picked. Uh, yeah. So I picked a song that is perfect party music. Yeah, and I, and I, I guess I've considered what? Well, why would I want everyone, everyone, to listen to a song? Is it because I think yeah. I've got really brilliant music taste, and they and they should listen to a song that I think they haven't heard? Right. is it because it's you know beautifully constructed a brilliant song or is it just because it's fucking great and you will dance and that is a nice effect to have on everyone right that yeah. that's that's how i approach this right if you listen yeah. to this you will be smiling you will be dancing and if i could have that effect on everyone simultaneously i'd feel <laughs> pretty good that no, no, to, to be a wedding dj with the the crowd in the palm of your hand yeah the way to nice achieve absolutely. it is to play give me the night yeah yeah,
0: I can see why this was a difficult process for you because you've you've really put a lot of thought into the the wording
1: of each category. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know uh, that's that, uh, that. It's a powerful moment, you know. If you want to yeah. play a song to everyone, I kind of envisioned them all have, stopping. Yeah, and having to listen to this song. Yeah, uh, and I think this is the perfect. It's, song. it's a nightmare for
0: me, admin-wise. Like approaching everyone and yeah. getting. I don't know how them. you're
1: doing it. Fair play. F-fucking the time F-fuckers. zones. I just don't know. I can't yeah. even begin to imagine how it works you're in a that's room perfect. like a gallery with a, like the Truman Show with a thousand screens like, now's the moment we play George Benson to the to planet Earth there's people in like conflict zones yeah people that, like, oh,
0: fuck, it's 3am when World chin. War 1
1: stopped so they could all and uh, uh, on Christmas and they all play football on no man's land uh, that's happening yeah, yeah. right now in conflict zones but they're all just having a dance yeah, yeah. to give me the night Yeah, yeah yeah and I think perfect song for it absolutely yeah, not yeah, great yeah. if you're at a funeral as as we play the song to everyone on earth,
0: <laughs> I mean, you could add a certain flavor to it, you know. It could do, it could of, do. Oh, is that the most inappropriate?
1: Like, the doctor's just breaking you some terrible news about it being terminal. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> well, give me the night, you know, please, at least give me 24 hours. um <laughs>
0: Yeah, that would that would be the most inappropriate it was like no yeah. you've got you've got an hour to live. oh my
1: god give me the night I can't I can't, I can't. I'd love to be able I to I can't yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: yeah well if I only had an hour left on earth and yeah. three and a half minutes of it was spent listening to this song I'd be I'd be pretty happy with those three and a half minutes
0: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. um yeah no notes perfect song <laughs> it's um it's it's an absolute bop um I don't know if it has to be five minutes long, but uh, I'm glad that it is. Yeah. Um, because it is. I mean, it's it's repetitive, but it's all good stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I think you're hearing. So, yeah. You're definitely hearing the radio edit when you're at a wedding. So I wouldn't worry too oh, much yeah. about the four five. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could basically pick any moment after two minutes and start fading. that yeah. <laughs> and Fading something else in, you'd be fine. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to be like, eh, there's another three minutes to go. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, people yeah. wouldn't have no idea. You would not know where you are in that song, and you could no, stop it. Yeah, true. yeah, true. Um, yeah, so
0: great song, great, note, great note to end on. Just yeah, uh, doctor's news and playing this at a funeral. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much, Joel. Do no, you have thank any, you for having me. Do you have anything
1: that you want to plug or promote? Um, I host a podcast called The Dream Factory, uh-huh. um, which everyone should listen to. It's a movie podcast. Every- everyone should listen to it at once Um, no I wouldn't like the idea of my voice blaring out at a funeral Um, (laughs) uh, I um, I host a podcast with a guy called John and it's a movie podcast and ostensibly I've used the word ostensibly a lot in this recording I noticed Mm. that earlier on I don't say that in my day to day life (laughs) who does Um, uh, it's about uh, listeners send us movie pictures and we talk about them it could be yeah like a two-word title or it could be a full someone wrote us like a 10-page spec once and emailed it to us uh, oh wow okay so yeah it's a, a fun show about made-up movies
0: okay yeah. perfect
1: well thank you very much no worries and if you know of any indie discos in the uk and ireland oh yeah i'm on twitter joel underscore grove tell no me where problem. it is and i'll put a fifth towards your drink of choice absolutely that's the main thing i want to plug the last of the indie discos (laughs) if you don't listen to the podcast but you recommend an indie disco that's good news for me perfect all right thanks no thank you
0: and that is it for episode 33 of mixed and identity thank you so much for listening please go and support Joel wherever you can if you're into football Guardian Football Weekly is great if you're not and you're into comedy then Dream Factory is also great so go and check that out If you want to support this show, um, if you want to do that financially, there's a coffee link set up, you can find that in the link tree, there's no monthly obligation there, you can just throw a couple of quid for an episode that you've liked, Uh, if you're not in a position to do that, absolutely fine, tell your friends, say nice things, share it on Instagram, all that good stuff. We are now officially on Apple Podcasts, that's taken a long, long time to get sorted, 33 episodes, Um, but if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if that's your preferred app of choice, Please go and leave us a review and rate five stars. That would be much appreciated. Um, It helps with the algorithms and helps other people discover the show. I'm told other people say that on podcasts. I really have no idea, but I would still appreciate it. I'll be back next week for episode 34. So in the meantime, look after yourselves and we'll speak to you then.